Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words. I'm Christine Brunelli, and I help women unstuck themselves. Have you ever been in a group of women where everyone was chattering, but no one could make a decision, and finally someone stepped up to the plate and started running the show and calling the shots? She's the alpha of the group. Today, we're going to talk about social hierarchy in female groups. It is important to understand we don't have to walk around with a label, but we really should understand, especially if we work with a group of women. If anyone knows how difficult that can sometimes be, it is me because I've hired only females in the last 29 years and I've assembled female teams. It is something that's fascinating to watch develop. It develops naturally and we're going to talk about that today. Are you ready? Let's get started. Throw me to the wolves and I'll return leading the pack. Have you ever heard that or read that meme? (laughs) It floated around Facebook years ago, and women always post it. I've never seen a male post that meme. And it showed up on Instagram not too long ago in my Instagram feed. And I'm laughing because I'm someone who has shared that in the past. And what it basically means is, don't throw me to the wolves. It's saying, if you do throw me to the wolves, I'm going to tame them and they're going to follow me. That is alpha energy. And if you ever feel like, don't throw me to the wolves because I'm going to run, I'm going to climb a tree, I'm going to get out of here, that's not alpha energy. And it's okay. We have three different social hierarchies when it comes to female energy, alpha beta, and omega. And today I want to talk about them briefly. And like I said in the intro, it is important when you're working with a group of women, when you're working with a group of female kids, males, when you get them together, it does not take long for them to assemble. And within a few minutes, less than five, someone in there has already established who's the boss. Have you ever witnessed that? You put three guys in a room, and within a couple minutes, one of them is the boss. He's the commander-in-chief. Somebody else is his lieutenant, and then the other one, he's just there taking notes. (laughs) They establish that, that pecking order right away. It's natural. Have you ever witnessed alpha male energy? You know, alpha male energy sometimes is mistaken for cockiness and arrogance, but I know someone personally who commands attention when he walks into a room and he doesn't want it. It's not something he looks for. He's super humble. He's a Mexican national and he runs, he builds and runs entertainment teams for various resorts on the Caribbean side of Mexico. And this guy is just the most fun loving he'd have to be right to assemble and manage teams that are entertaining resort guests. He is super fun. He doesn't come off as someone that would command this attention. But firsthand, I was walking behind him into, I think it was a breakfast. And we walked into this restaurant together and it's covered with people. You know, breakfast in Mexico, if you've never been in an all-inclusive resort, it's wonderful. The sun is shining, palm trees are swaying, the birds are chirping, you're greeted with a mimosa (laughs) and everyone's just happy, chattering away. And we walk into this this buffet. No, it's a sit down. There was a buffet in the back, but everyone was seated, getting their coffee and their water, seating at table. So we were headed to the back and we walked maybe 10 steps into this dining hall, I'll call it. And all the men, he all were looking at him, all eyes on him. He's attractive, but it's not like he's cover of GQ. He has 
an air, an energy, something about him that's very alpha. You can't even describe it unless you see it. I'm trying my best to show you or describe to you what that felt like for me. I got to watch it. So we went back to the omelet bar and we're having our omelets made. And I said, did anyone ever call you an alpha male? Do you know what that is? You know, because sometimes we use language in the United States. They don't understand. And I said, you know, in the dog pack, you're the wolf pack. There's an alpha. I said, I think that's you. And he said, you calling me a dog? <laughs> he, he, the, he didn't really get it. He did after I explained it, but he was so humble. He didn't want it. He's like, I don't want them to look at me. Like, what do you mean they looked at me? A couple women put their forks down and because their husbands turned their head and they wanted to see what they were looking at. That's alpha energy. And he didn't have to say a word. He was just walking through the, the corridor of the restaurant. That's male alpha energy. Females, when you get three females together, it doesn't happen quite as quickly as getting three males together. The order of dominance doesn't get established right away. Women take a little bit longer. We're a little bit more diplomatic. Now, sometimes there is a very strong alpha energy that kind of goes in and takes charge and she bulldozes everything like a bull in a china shop. There are times when that shows up, that's not true alpha energy. That's insecurity masking itself as leadership or alpha energy. I'm going to break down what true alpha females behave like and the same thing for the beta and the omega. And then we're going to think about what we are as I'm describing it. Who do you think you are, right? Do you feel like you're an alpha? Do you feel like you're a beta? Do you identify as an omega? And maybe you have a daughter. It'd be really interesting to watch her in her circle of friends to see how she lands in this. Because if we understand our strengths and our weaknesses, we can play them up, right? We can improve wherever we feel like we might need a little bit more help. We might need a little bit more self-confidence. But then again, just because someone might be considered a beta female or maybe even an omega, which I'll get to in a minute... That omega female is going to be loyal. She's the listener. She's she's going to be this quiet person that doesn't give a flip if she's accepted because she's going to maybe be a little bit nerdy to everyone else. But man, that girl's going to be there for you. She's going to have strong girl code. She's going to have your back. So having the alpha energy is not necessarily a badge of honor. So I don't want you to look at this as, you know, you get five stars if you're alpha. <laughs> I want you to just think about it in terms of we all have something naturally And if we need to be, or we're forced to be, or we're asked to be at work in a position that requires us to have a different energy type, a different archetype, maybe we would be put in an alpha position, what we would need to do to enhance that. Okay, so let's start with alpha females, okay? So there's studies for this. Um, not They're so detailed. I had no idea until I was preparing for this episode how detailed they have studied Uh, social hierarchies for females. And they're doing it with humans because they believe that the uh, future of humanity can be protected if we understand the hierarchy between females, males, and how we all interact. Interestingly, they have not done anything yet with all of the gender um, the gender roles kind of blurring. That's going to be interesting. Now, right now, I think we're too new 
in that area, in this field to really know how things will change or if they'll change. If you're alpha when you were a male and transitioned to female, are you still an alpha? I don't know. So that to me is one of those things that I think is going to be fascinating for them to study someday. So right now we're just going to stay in the traditional gender role of male, female. Okay. So first of all, alpha female versus beta female. It's one of the most famous battles of the personalities. Most people assume that beta female is opposite of alpha, but the truth is it's they're not that opposite. There's a lot of similarities. It's just little fine tuning. So the term alpha female represents a strong leadership role, which you probably figured already. Empowerment, charisma, passion. She is self-confident. The alpha woman is strong. She doesn't shy away from accepting leadership positions because she is a natural leader. It just, for her, it feels like, okay, sure, I'll do it. The beta personality is more passive, but she's not less powerful. She's the type of woman who wants to rule from the shadows. She doesn't need to be in the center of attention, in the center of the room. So she can still make big decisions, but she's going to do it from the behind the scenes. She prefers keeping her thoughts to herself, but when she needs to intervene, the beta female will use a very diplomatic tone and share her thoughts. So she embraces the role of a caregiver. So if you're someone who you're very strong and passionate and you have strong opinion, but you don't necessarily step into the limelight to, sh- to lead and to share your opinions and you're a caregiver, you're probably a great listener and you're probably in touch with your emotions, you're a beta female. If you feel like, I can do anything. I'm not intimidated by it. Throw it at me. I'll try it. If I fail, I fail, but I'm going to go for it. I'm going to give it my all. A little, I wouldn't say fearless, but they kind of come off fearless. You kind of feel like, yeah, what's the worst that could happen? I'm going to do it. And if you rise up to leadership positions, you'll take a microphone and speak on stage. You'll make decisions and you'll know if the decision didn't work, you'll take the hit for it. You're not going to take and blame someone else. You'll take responsibility. You're an alpha. So the difference really is alphas are extroverts out there, round people. They're not intimidated by it. The betas are definitely a little bit more introverted. The beta female has many personality traits of an alpha female because she is sharp-minded and she is fierce. The thing about the beta is that she lacks the confidence to step up to leadership. Does that help you understand the difference a little bit? Let's look at omega So I didn't even know this one existed. I mean, I did, but I didn't really pay too much attention. And when I got digging into it, the Omega woman is the empath and a little bit nerdy. She's intelligent, highly intelligent, skillful, but she is someone who doesn't care if she fits in. She's going to kind of be the odd one out, doesn't care. She wants to be the odd one out. It doesn't matter to her that she doesn't fit in with maybe this group is all into hair and makeup and nails. And this omega female who is very intelligent, very empathic is into, I don't know, uh, numerology or something random that doesn't line up with health and beauty or whatever. She's into Zodiac and something that might be different, right? She doesn't fit in with her group, but she's still part of it. She takes great care of herself, but she prefers her own company. Sometimes she feels a little socially awkward, but she's okay with that. If you belong to the omega type, 
hierarchy, the Omega woman, you are unique and you're special and you're an individual. And that individuality is sometimes mistaken as weirdness and you don't care. You just don't. But that's you. Now, if you're not the Omega and you want to know a little bit more about who she is, she is the one who people say she's my rock. I trust her with anything. And she is the one who can listen to all viewpoints. Because remember, I mentioned that she's the empath. She can hear all sides of a situation and understand the emotions and the viewpoints and be very diplomatic. She's not judgmental. She's very fair. People like to go to her for advice. That's the Omega woman. She is also one that can always be counted on. She doesn't turn her back on people. She's loyal to the core. She's a safe haven. She's the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> That's the Omega. So there you have the Alpha, the, the Beta, and the Omega. So now, I didn't give as many details about the Alpha female because I think a lot of us already you know, kind of have an idea of what we think an alpha female looks like. But I do want to go back to it. We already know the alpha is the one that's going to establish and she's going to have the leadership role. The beta is going to be the caregiver and the omega is going to be the trustworthy safe haven, the rock. Okay, so now let's talk about alpha energy a little bit more because if you are in a position of building a team, you are probably in a position where you have to exert alpha energy if you're in a position of leadership. If you're not an alpha female and you're asked to be in a position of leadership, you're going to have a hard time. It's not your natural gifting. This is the thing that I think is so cool. Once people can understand it, if you build a team of anything, I don't care if it's a project team to go on a mission trip and build a house in a third world country, or if it's a project team Amazon or a project team at Microsoft building a new software, whatever, if you don't understand the different energies and personalities on the team and you misplace them where they don't belong, you're not going to have an effective positive result. When you do understand how everyone is naturally gifted, yes, we can make tweaks and yes, we can change things because we can all improve things, but we also have natural abilities. Sometimes, We should not put betas in certain alpha positions. They're going to hate it. They're going to second guess themselves. They're going to overthink themselves. They're going to drive themselves crazy in that position. They're not going to enjoy it. And the alpha, if she's in that group, is not going to enjoy it because she's going to be frustrated with the beta because the beta is not doing what should be done because the alpha can see what needs to be done. And the omega is just sitting there watching it all happen. (laughs) Can you picture it? So you have more than three women on teams often, yes? So when you have more than three, oh my gosh, what do you do? Well, two alpha females in a group, somebody's going to have to step aside. Somebody's going to have to soften her alpha energy a little bit. And a developed alpha leader will do that. She will speak up. She might not be as diplomatic and kind and patient as the beta, but she will speak her mind if she feels like the other alphas in the group are not doing a good job. But the alpha female, she is ambitious. She's talented. She's motivated. She's confident. She believes that she's limitless, right? She has this 
I guess you would say it's infectious, contagious confidence that everyone feels like, oh, if she thinks we can do it, we've got this. You want that energy at the head of a team. If you have somebody that's constantly, you know, a beta or an omega trying to lead a team, they're going to ask you what you think. And, you know, that might be nice, but, you know, if I'm getting on a 737 to fly to overseas on a transatlantic flight, I don't want them to ask me how high they should be when they hit clouds. Like what, where do we, how high do you think we should fly with this turbulence coming? Don't ask me. (laughs) I want the one that's trained and I want somebody that's, that knows that they know that they know that they have got this figured out. You want an alpha flying that jet over the ocean for 12 hours from Seattle to Europe, (laughs) right? I want alpha energy. I don't want somebody up there questioning their leadership skills, right? They are not reluctant. Alpha energy is not reluctant. They are take charge. They're going to do it. A fearless alpha female might say, I know I can do this. I like being in this position. I'll make an impact. I'll do this because I know it will make an impact in the world. A female alpha will say things like, I know I can inspire others. Let me take care of this. That's alpha energy. So I hope I've explained this to a degree that you understand the difference between alpha, beta, and omega, and that the alpha overshadows in leadership. She is just the naturally born leader. The beta is also a leader, but she's so introverted. She wants to lead from behind the scenes and she's the caregiver. She's the nurturer. And the Omega is definitely more introverted. She even prefers being on her own. She'll be in social groups, but she doesn't really want to be. She's kind of labeled as weird and she's okay with that, but she's the rock. She's the trustworthy and loyal one. And you can only really have one alpha per cluster of women. If you have multiple alphas, one of them is going to have to give a little bit for that to work. And if they're developed and they're mature, they know how to do it. But it can create sparks flying if you have too many alphas, like too many cooks in the kitchen. (laughs) So which one are you? I wonder if you have any idea. You probably do have an idea. I think it's really interesting when you have kids to think about what they might be. My daughter is in her 20s. She is a natural born leader. But what I have noticed, this is something as a parent that I think is really fascinating. She has exhibited both alpha and beta traits. I see more beta traits when she's with me. When she's away from me, she lives in Reno and I live in Seattle. I know that I know because of her boss telling me the girl is just crushing it at work. She's in a management position. She takes charge. She is very alpha, very, very much alpha. But when I'm around, I notice in certain social situations, not work, she takes a beta role. And I wonder if it was like that all of her life. Now looking back, I wonder if it was in her social situations, not her work situations, she's more of a beta. But in her work, she's more of an alpha. Or is it my influence? Because I have more alpha energy than I have more beta energy. But I know that I also can be beta if I'm participating in something I really don't have passion about, right? I'm like, "Ah, let them deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. Let somebody else run it. But then again, if I'm in that same group and they're running it poorly, I will go bananas. My head will want to explode because I see how it can be done efficiently, quickly, efficiently, properly. (laughs) 
but I can, I can bounce between alpha and beta, but I live mainly in alpha. If you have kids, start to observe them with their friends. It is really interesting to watch when they get older, where they land. My son is a definite alpha. He's an alpha male, but he's different in his leadership skills than other alpha males because his EQ is so high that he is very dialed into emotions. So his leadership skills are super off the charts strong because he can read a room. So combine the alpha energy with high EQ. He's amazing to be around. He'll be able to inspire anybody to do anything because he has that strong energy. So where do you think your kids might be? And where do you think you are? And then what groups are you in? Are you building a team? Are you in charge of HR at your job? Are you on a team? Are you in a group of people that have, you know, all these different energies around? And are you placed in the right position for what your energy is? And what could you maybe work on a little bit to fine tune it? And I would say, don't play on the weaknesses, play on the strengths. Put your energy in the opportunities. So for example, the alpha female is confident. She's ambitious. She's passionate. She is a leader, right? Well, maybe her confidence is a little bit shaky in a certain area in this one thing. Maybe that's what she should work on improving, not necessarily working on where she might have less empathy or she might not be as patient as the beta or the omega. Yes, we need to work on those things, but develop your natural qualities even more and you'll feel like you're more in the zone. If you're a beta, you're a caregiver and you're sharp-minded, you're fierce, you're all of these things, but you're also very diplomatic. Where is it that you feel like you might be not as strong, you know, in your natural abilities? So find the thing that you are, find the areas that need fine tuning and observe everyone around you. It is such a fun study of people. I don't know if you're like me. One of my favorite things to do is just watch people like my friend in Mexico. I loved watching that happen and seeing people just turn their head and he didn't even speak a word. It wasn't like George Clooney walked in that restaurant, okay? (laughs) This is just somebody that people didn't know. And it was incredible because of the alpha energy. I hope this was helpful. At least I hope it was interesting. If you have any feedback or anything to share with me, I am only an email away, info at christinebrunelli.com. I would love to hear from you. My inbox is always open. Thank you for being here. I don't use scripture or Bible very much. Gosh, I don't even know if I've used it at all. But today I want to leave you with this. There is a Bible a Bible verse or a chapter talking about the church body as a whole, and it applies to everything in work and life. And what it says is one body, many parts. It means that the church is a body, but not everybody in that church can be the minister. Not everybody in that church can be the singer. Not everyone can be the cook. All of us have a different role. And it's the same thing with social hierarchy and this whole energy thing I talked about today. I hope you find peace in what you have been given because it is your natural gift. That gift you have is for you to take in the world and bless it. Bless the world. Bless the people around you with who you naturally are. Bless the teams you work with with who you naturally are. Don't try to be who you're not. You will be miserable. You won't shine. You won't feel fulfilled. 
accept who you are and be fulfilled in that. I'm so glad you were here with me today. Don't forget to hit subscribe so that you get notified the next time an episode is released. And until next time, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.